Hello. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard Edition of D1T in 5 for Tuesday, October 25th. Let's jump into today's top stories. Bowling Green taps Arizona Associate Vice President slash Chief Operating Officer Derek Van Der Merwe to be the Falcons' new AD. Both President Rodney K. Rogers and Van Der Merwe cited Van Der Merwe's background in both academics and athletics as experiences that have prepared him for this role, and Van Der Merwe notes BGSU has a clear, vibrant vision for how the public higher education institution can transform a community by a focus on public good. Van der Merwe also asserts BGSU will be on the leading edge of the changing college landscape, explaining, what does that mean? We'll define that. We'll move aggressively. This community is passionate, and I've seen that over the years. I've been at a lot of games here and events, and I see what happens when the Falcons are doing well. When people believe in the narrative, they believe in the direction of this university, I've seen the army that shows up. We're going to engage that army because this is a time of opportunity and will be defined by that. Collegiate Sports Associates assisted with the search. Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyovkov during today's Pac-12 Women's Basketball Media Day remarked that our 10 schools are together, aligned and committed to our conference, adding, there is great interest in the marketplace due to the strength of the school's brands. We remain open to expansion that makes sense. Klyovkov also noted that all potential broadcast partners want to talk about men's basketball and women's basketball, in addition to football. John Wilner of the Mercury News expands on the idea that Amazon is increasingly likely to ink some sort of broadcast partnership with the Pac-12, citing, among other reasons, the success of Thursday Night Football. TNF, Wilner notes, has been a hit with advertisers while simultaneously attracting younger audiences. And Optimum Sports Chief Investment Officer Jeremy Carey explains, you're bringing the average age of your audiences down. The consumer's ability as a spender also goes up. The ability to talk to and extend reach across Amazon's distribution is tremendous. Furthermore, the TNF broadcasts themselves have been well received. Wilner, there have been no technical problems. The production value is excellent. And the ratings, while dropping since the season opener, have been impressive enough to suggest Amazon could be a viable platform for Pac-12 football. Ultimately, Wilner envisions three potential outcomes with Amazon, the company decides the conference lacks the inventory needed and doesn't make a serious bid, or, it does make a serious bid, but the conference opts to remain on traditional networks, or Amazon partners with the Pac-12 on a shared distribution agreement with ESPN and possibly Fox. Given the astounding rate of changes in technology and the way fans consume sports media, not to mention big tech's routes along the West Coast, a partnership with Amazon could feel as normal in the second half of the decade as it feels unnatural today. Led by former Southland Commissioner Tom Burnett, Southwest Sports Partners, a consulting and event services firm, has announced its launch in Frisco, Texas. Burnett will serve as President-slash-Chief Executive Officer. The firm will manage several services for its partners such as sports events planning, operations and hospitality, executive-level consultation, employment advisement, and strategic planning and execution. Further, the company will offer specialized athletics research and data review, public relations and other media services, financial reviews and benchmarking, athletics compliance and governance, and student-athlete issues such as college eligibility and name, image and likeness. Purdue President Mitch Daniels discusses the state of athletics during his tenure and tells the Journal and Courier's Mike Carmen 
that he's more than comfortable with the Boilermakers spending on coaches and facilities. I think we have the balance right. We always want to be as competitive as we can be without crossing lines either of integrity or excess. I think that it's a tough thing to do. To live by the standards that Purdue historically has and still be competitive is tricky. You can go one way or the other. You could mail it in, or you could chuck the standards and maybe you'd win a couple more games. Sure, salaries have gone up, but not crazy. I'm not picking on anybody, but I've not been in the position where we had to eat umpteen million dollars early in a season. These kinds of corners that some programs have painted themselves into, I can't think of a program or department that's handled itself any better in this really wild world we're in now. Daniels goes on to note that he supports the basic principles of NIL and the transfer portal, but right now, in both those environments, there are no rules so people can't say they're operating outside the rules, the rules right now don't exist. That can't be the right answer. Thanks for tuning in to the Evening Standard Edition of D1T in 5 for Tuesday, October 25th. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.